It's all about leaving a legacy, Mel. Welcome to episode 194 of the Parkrun Adventurers. My name is Scott Trickett, otherwise known as Scotty. How are you, Mel? <laughs> I'm really well. Thank you, Scotty. Uh I like how there was a bit of a hesitation when you obviously had to read what episode number we were up to. <laughs> well, I haven't been following along. I haven't been here what? every week paying attention to stuff like that. I just dip in and out when I feel like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's it like dipping out, in and out when you feel like it? Well, I, I alluded to it then. Like, you need to leave a legacy, and the legacy I've left is the theme music. Nothing else but... The theme music, so that's been my takeaway since, because <laughs> you've let it play a bit longer, particularly on the outro, and I really like it. Oh, have I? Yeah, you have. Yeah. So I find myself at the end of an episode, because you always leave me wanting more, and then I'm stuck <laughs> just just bopping along to the, um, the theme music that, you know, when I was running the show, we changed it every year, but you decided to keep it for 2020, and I'm really glad you did. So I don't, well, I don't ever want it to be changed. This is the theme, the theme music. Oh, see, the thing is, you're the one every year who wanted to change music, yeah. change music, change logo, and I started off this year thinking, okay, well, it's time to change the music and the logo. <laughs> <laughs> and I got as far as the logo, and then I seem to recall sending a message to my friend Scotty and saying, hey, have you got any recommendations? I'm looking for some new theme music. And you're like, keep it, keep it. <laughs> so was this, this was just your little master plan to have your legacy to continue. Yeah. Okay. So when you hear that well, music every week, think of me, listeners. <laughs> Gone but and not I forgotten. I didn't realise I let it run longer than you did because obviously – when you jumped ship, I just had to learn everything the hard way. I, I was you jumped yeah. ship and, I, and pushed me out on the way. Yep. <laughs> so I was in the water, floundering around, going, "Okay, um, I've got to figure this out." So, yeah. So people might have thought we did it for the drama, the way I left, and I just did it so abruptly, and it was like pulling off the bandaid. But no, that's it. There was no handover. That, that all no. that happened in real time, people. And I left her with nothing. Mm. Except a podcast. Yeah. You left me as a caretaker of a podcast yeah. that we built. And, over and a long you time. have taken care. Have I? Have you yeah, been I, logging in the downloads? Because I haven't looked at them once since you left and I've got no <laughs> idea. It, we might be right now talking to two people. I couldn't honestly tell you. I'll check on that and I'll report back on that uh, next time I'm on. Awesome. Maybe in the meantime, if you could like send me the login details so I can maybe have a look at it myself. <laughs> because in the start I was scared, but now I'm starting to be like, meh, I could probably handle the rejection. So okay. I might like to log in. Yeah. Okay. Guess my password and you can have all that information. Oh, you make up the most randomest of passwords though. You this is, hey, remember what it is. This is this is this isn't the password adventurers, Mel. Come on, keep on track. That's what I've liked about being away. We don't go off on tangents anymore. It's just all park run, park run, park run. Ah, so were you the one responsible for the tangents? Maybe, 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 maybe not. <laughs> you were the one. You were the master of digressions. Okay, well, no tangents then. We're adventuring. 
where um, let's let's go to you, Scotty. You've been away for a while. Well, You've look, been- I have. Yeah. Have you been keeping track of me? Do you know how many? Do you, do you know what event number I'm up to? Are we still having that silly competition? I'll be honest, I haven't been keeping track of our competition as religiously, you know, every week as I used to. I I pop in every probably eight to ten weeks to check on it because you've been away a long time. Adam, on the other hand, is keeping very keen eyes on what you're doing and whether you're catching up. (laughs) I miss the showman because I was catching him. You were, and I told him that, and he was like, right, I can't be caught. And then we have not helped that situation at all with our attendance at Parkrun this year. So oh, great. I think you're closing the gap quite substantially. Yeah, well, I have, like I have been listening. Like, that's not a lie. Um, and, yeah, you've missed a lot of Parkruns. So Adam must have missed a lot of Parkruns, so I must be catching him because I haven't missed miss any. Than I do. You haven't missed any. That's very no. impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I still love Parkrun. I go every week. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what we figured out? Um, Adam and I the other day, we we kind of did a a count cumulatively of how many Parkrun days each of us had ever done. And he's about a year behind me. And I couldn't, yeah, I could not fathom that he had missed a year's worth of Parkrun since we started in 2012. But in the early days, you know, we were, we were trying to figure out why he would have missed some things that I still got to go to. And a lot of it had to do with his work commitments. There were lots of Saturdays where he had to be on shoots and things like that. So he just couldn't make both things. And over 10, well, not 10 years, it's been eight years. But if you miss, you know, half a dozen a year or just just for work and then there are other couple of uh, anomalies along the way, it, it all adds up. Hmm. I'm not surprised so. by that stat. And I'm not surprised, you know, I went, I was at Parkrun on Saturday and I was, I did a Queensland Parkrun and I'm still suffering the effects of it. I think I suffered a little bit of heat poisoning. It was so Heat bl- poisoning? Yes. Is that a thing? <laughs> well, I think it is now. I've invented it. Um, okay. Let's, let's back up a little bit. You were at a Queensland event. On I the was. Weekend. Yes, I was. I was up, up on the Goldie all week, and then ended up in Brisbane on a Saturday morning. And um, I was trying to find something that fitted in with Ubers and airports and flights. This was last weekend. This was the one just gone. The most recent Parkrun day. Where was my invite? Why did I not? It's an get open. Told? It's an. It's an open invitation, Mel. Well, what you mean? Like it's an open invitation when you're in Victoria. It was all a little bit last minute. I did reach out to my Brisbane folk and they your all Brisbane appreciated folk. me. <laughs> yep. Not your Queensland folk. No, well, you're, it's a fair decent drive and you've got two young boys and you've got commitments, you're a celebrity and you've got places to go. I didn't want to impose my schedule We were you. literally on Friday night going, where should we park run tomorrow? Shall we go to Brisbane? Well, not, what's going on in Brisbane? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> we'll just stay local. Oh, we should have talked. You could have come to Kedron. We would have had a great morning. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, that's it, but that's my takeaway from Kedron. My God, it's hot. It's really hot. Yeah, I think it was well, hotter than normal in Brisbane on the weekend. I'm sure of it. That could just be your takeaway from Queensland yeah. for last weekend, I think. I'm not sure it's specific to Kedron, though Kedron is a very uh, 
unshady, let's call it. Yeah, that's it's totally what it was. Yeah. Look, I mean, lovely, dead flat, and really well behaved. So there was a big crowd there, like three or 400 people, and they've got this separated bike path, run path sort of set up. And it's a busy, it's a busy section. So there were bike riders going past, but everyone was really policing it really well. We're all sticking left. And whenever there was even a walker or a bike coming in the opposite direction, there was plenty of warning. Um, God forbid someone on their bike should use their bell, but the park runners um, filled that gap. So it was really well behaved, but it was just, um, I got to like 3K and I was just, I was trying to enjoy it, just having a jog. And I thought I nearly was going to pass out. I thought all, all the fluids that had left my body and I, I was just going to be skin and bone crossing the, the finish poisoning line. was poisoning yeah, in. Yeah, I think the muscles were starting to melt. So tell me, did you take the opportunity knowing that you were going to, or, or at least thinking you might park run in Queensland, to uh, dress appropriately and wear a singlet per no, chance and no. ugly Christmas singlet? No, is- I didn't. I didn't. <sighs> No. There's there's many problems right there. You obviously were not dressed appropriately for the situation. I like to rep my apricot on Park Run Day. And um, I've only got – we've just released the singlets, so go out and get one. Yeah. But I haven't had time to get one, so I was in the T-shirt. But I don't mm. think that was that, – that wasn't the cause, Mel. It was just really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Mister, I'm from the greatest state, inverted commas, that has seven – Seven seasons in one day, not just four seasons. There are seven seasons in a day in Victoria and I'm constantly being told, oh, we have 40-degree days in Melbourne and it's... Yeah, we it don't run. It wouldn't have been 40 degrees 40. Saturday. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hey, where, where were you? This is not the weather podcast, the weather adventurers. So where were you? I was breaking my tourism streak, literally, at Kiwana Park Run. Oh, how'd you, how'd, I, I what'd didn't you get volunteer. up to? I did the course for the first time, I think, in about 18 months at Kiwana. With the uh, bobsled, I might add, my first time pushing both boys at Kiwana with all the hills that we had there. And uh, I, it was good because I was toward the end of the field and I got to meet a brand new person to me, a gentleman named Rogan, who has done the majority of his park runs in South Africa, actually. Yeah, it's so, significant. South African. Yes, South African is Beck. Yep. <laughs> I'm not convinced about your accent, but that's okay. We can move on. Uh, yeah, so I had a great time chatting to him about the different events that he's done. He lives in Johannesburg, so they're used to a few more people at a park run on average than we had at Kiwana on the weekend, and it was just nice to compare notes and have a good old chat. Nice. Nice, making it international. You're still running on the beach? Is that still happening? No, no, that finished at the beginning of February. Okay. Yeah, we only do that for five weeks over the summertime while it's school holidays. Okay. So what did your tourist street get up to? 28. Wow, and you broke it. Yeah. It okay. Was, it, wasn't, it wasn't easy. That's why we were having conversations on Friday night <laughs> about where – we might go to, and I even, Adam and I have discussed dividing and conquering. Okay, so there are certain events that are on our Nendi list which are not pram friendly or he has done and I have not and vice versa. So the plan is sort of moving towards 
you take the kids one week and I'm going to go somewhere that you've already done or that we can't do at the pram and then we'll swap the next week and I'll take the kids and you can go somewhere fun. Um, I was seriously going to go to Bunyaville Park Run on last Saturday and leave Adam to go wherever he wanted with the kids. But you know, we, we really should have spoken because I wanted to go to Bunyaville, mm-hmm. but I had this airport no transport situation to deal with. And I'm really well, cheap and tight. Exactly. So I just went to the closest and cheapest park run I could get to, but I was eyeing off Bunyaville. And when you say cheapest, you mean via Uber to the airport, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, how else? Well, I just need to clarify that. Yeah. Ubers are expensive. Ubers are expensive. I wouldn't have charged you quite as much as Uber. I would have been a lot cheaper than that. Hey, I'm making notes. I've got this new notebook. I'm making notes. Next time I'm in Queensland. Let Mel Mel know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Maybe next time I'm in Victoria, I'll let you know. Yeah. You coming to Victoria soon? Nothing planned. No. No. You know where I am going soon? Uh, Adelaide or Adelaide? Warm Adelaide. I, I'm, I'm going to Adelaide, yes. Are you coming, Scotty? Yeah, absolutely. You know oh, good. Yeah, I'm coming. I can't wait to see it in action. I want to be part of the audience. <laughs> that <laughs> like, be- Mel, you couldn't, have, you couldn't have done a worse job than me last year. it was a team effort well yeah well yeah okay well now we can see once you subtract me from the team what sort of output you can deliver so Mm. i'm confident you will beat last year's effort well i i appreciate your confidence scotty i'm glad one of us is confident (laughs) yeah but speaking of palm 20 we actually have a special guest this week, which I alluded to last week. Sorry, look, I'm you're on the pod and I'm stealing your phraseologies, yeah. etc. I know, yeah. I'm an influencer. You- <laughs> I'm looking at the influencer career, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're seriously thinking about taking it up full time? <laughs> <laughs> Looks pretty easy. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I mentioned last week. Uh, that we were going to have a special guest to chat all about Palm 20. And I've already interviewed him. You weren't available for that. So I did it solo. And shall we have a listen to that anyway now? Can't wait. Can't wait to hear all the details. It is officially only two more parkrun days until Palm 20 is going to explode all over South Australia. Uh, For the layperson, that's 18 more sleeps. And I did mention last week that we were going to have a special guest on the pod this week to discuss all things Palm 20. And I'm very excited to introduce him to you now. The ever wonderful sunny blue skies, Gary Murphy, has this year passed over the baton of the organization for Palm 20 to a group of very awesome individuals. One of those awesome individuals 
is the wonderful Chris Fraser. Chris, welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. Thank you, Mel. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> it seems to be like years ago that we had the last one, not just under a year. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming. And thank you so much for all the organisation that you have been doing along with the rest of the crew. Do you want to give a shout out to everybody else who's been involved in the organisation before we get deep diving into it? Yeah, sure. So we've had uh, PK and then we've had Paul Butler and Greta down there as well from Mount Barker and also Toc from Inverlog has had a bit of input as well. Awesome. So that's a that's a great spread of people from across three states, adventurers from all over the place. I'm sure you've all brought different things to the table in, in talking about it, especially as none of the crew in South Australia where we're headed have actually been to a pump. So uh, I'm no doubt that you and Toc, who've been to both of them so far, were able to share a lot of your experience and stuff as well when you were organising. Can we start? Let's. I, I'm, I'm excited. I've seen the events on Facebook on the Parkrun Adventures Listener Meetup page and I've clicked going on them all. I'm pretty sure I'll have to go back and double check because, I mean, not that I'm going to need the reminders, but it's just nice to know that I'm going. Can you start running us through the weekend? Let's. We, we could begin on the Friday with uh, all the oodles of fun that's going to happen. Okay, yeah. So Friday afternoon at um, 5.30, so it'll be good for local office workers down there. We're going to kick off their weekend with a freedom run at West Beach Park Run. Yeah, so that should be a lot of fun. It's down by the water. You run along the beach and then over a bridge and along the river. And then following that run, we'll head over to the West Beach Surf Life Saving Club for maybe a, a short meal and something to drink and meet up and greet with everybody. And that'll be just like your Saturday, um, your post-Saturday park run breakfast, brunch, uh, but on Friday. Excellent. Sounds like a good way to kick off the weekend. I do like that the Freedom Run is at 5.30 so that the locals that, yeah, are working and haven't had the day off can come along and participate. But also it gives a lot of people who are travelling from interstate or other places a bit more time to get themselves sorted before they dash off for the Freedom Run. Yes, and it's uh, right next to the Adelaide Airport too. So if you're flying in, cutting it fine, you might still just make it there. Excellent. So Saturday, Saturday's going to be our biggest day, isn't it? Uh, Saturday is huge. Um, yes, so we're starting off with the regular park run on Saturday morning at Mount Barker. And that coincides with their pink run for Women's Day. It's yeah, it's International Women's Day. How isn't that a, a lovely random happenstance? We picked our date for Palm Twenty, and then International Women's Day must have heard about it and said, "You know what? We're going to put it on March the seventh this year, just to tie it in nicely with the Parkrun Adventurers." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they're having a pink themed day that day. Oh, I didn't know that pink. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's another costume you've got to add to the suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to, well, I don't think Emmett owns anything that's pink, not not costume slash outfit wise. Mm. That's okay. Pink, pink. I'm writing notes. I can I can work with pink. He, he might have to settle for a Tajay t-shirt, something like that. I've got my mm. regular Tajay t-shirt for pink days. I, I do have pink fabrics. Just, oh, my, my sorry. I'm going to get distracted now thinking about costumes. My brain is already ticking over into... What I've got, that's pink. 
Mm-hmm. Not not saying that there's anything wrong with a pink target shirt by any means. Sorry, now, but I really am truly getting very distracted. So, yes, let's go back to Mount Barker Park Run, which we're very excited about going to. Yeah. And, yes, yeah, so then after the park run, we'll head across to the regular Mount Barker post-run coffee at the Laratinga Cafe. It's more or less just across the road there. Following that, there'll be the live recording of the podcast. Uh, this is always the scary part. <laughs> and and, and long-time listeners of the podcast will know that last year, even though we thought it went really well, turns out technologically speaking, not so much. So uh, I will confess, and I know you've asked me a couple of times, am I all okay with the, the technology aspect um, this time? Not organised yet. All, all the gear that we took down last time actually got driven down by the wonderful Dave Moss of the Channel 5 News crew and he was going on a road trip and managed to carry some rather large speakers, etc., for us. Um, this time he's not taking a car, he's flying down and it's a bit of an ask to uh, get somebody to carry some you know, technological stuff in the oversize, try to get it down on the plane and, you know, it might get damaged as well in the flight. So I certainly can't fit it with all the excess baggage that Emmett requires with the rest of his entourage. Not sure what I'm going to do about that yet. It might end up being everybody gets a little bit of a paper cup and some strings. We hook it all up that way. Not sure how the recording aspect's going to go. We'll just have to see. We'll figure it out. Well, no, it's not going to be a wait and see thing. I really am going to do some planning ahead of time. I just have to figure that out yet. But don't worry, everyone. It can't be worse than last year where we lost the whole recording. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Yep. And if you're there, you'll get to hear all the bloopers before they get edited out. Or... (laughs) <laughs> you'll hear all the bloopers and you'll never hear anything of the whole podcast again. Well, yeah, no, look, I promise I'll have something organised. And, yeah, you're right, the, the, the bloopers, there were lots of bloopers last year. You really do get to see the whole fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of podcasting that goes on in this little pod. What was I, I'm interested to know, Chris, what was your impression of how – Let's say professional Scotty and I were last year. Uh, uh, um, uh, how do I be diplomatic? <laughs> Don't be diplomatic. <laughs> you can be brutally honest. Scotty doesn't co-host the podcast anymore, so uh, he can take it. Oh, it's, it's, it, was, it was a lot of fun to, to watch it go down because I missed that in the first one in Shell Harbour. I missed it in my local event, but I got to see it in Newcastle. Yeah, isn't that funny? I mean, everybody has a life outside of Parkrun, I guess, and – you make it to the bits and pieces that you can. So, Yeah, I can't remember what I was doing. I must have had some sort of theatre. My alternate life in theatre must yeah, have been. Yeah, you did. You had lots of yeah. theatre practices going on that weekend as well. Yeah, and maybe shows on or something. So, But, yeah, yeah, last year was awesome. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have some of the, um, the regular features of our Palm gatherings is there's always a quiz and – the incredible Simon Mackley has been working hard on the quiz questions. I think, I mean, maybe this will be the finest year, final year that we do the quiz because everybody who's attended knows that the winner of the quiz gets to take home a golden pineapple. And three years ago, I bought three golden pineapples, two 
the same size and then one that was bigger. And so far, the other two uh, that we use as the trophies have <laughs> they've both gone to the same gentleman. He's got a matching pair, but who knows who's going to take it out this year. And this year it's going to be the big pineapple. I'm going to – the reason I ended up opting for the smaller one the very first year was because of it – was, it was a situation with baggage allowance. And uh, so then last year I thought, well, I better take one that's the same size because otherwise if somebody else wins it, Brendan's going to be a bit sad that he's got a smaller pineapple. And uh, now this year it, we're just going large. And I think, yeah, we'll, we'll call it the last of the uh, quizzes for Palm Meetups because I don't, I no longer have any more golden pineapples. This will be the last one. Oh, but that won't be very good. So there's some inside, there's some inside goss for you right there. Yeah. We'll have to come up with, with a way to um, to novel Brendan. Give someone else a go. Well, so everyone out there has to practice their all their stats. Swat up hard. I really hope everybody has been since last year. I, I'm sure somebody's got to be chomping at the bit. Uh, we'll, we will bring the same beepers, the buzzers as last time. We always have a triangle, uh, a little clown horn, a tambourine, and what's the, what's the fourth one that we usually have? Um, mm. Anyway. Okay, so there might be some other little things that we pop into the pod this year that I'm not going to divulge now. You, the listener, can decide whether or not that's because I know what I'm actually doing or I just want to keep it as a surprise. It could go either way. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, following our podcast recording, um, I think we, we don't have anything for a little while after that, so you're free to go and have lunch or have a bit of a rest or a lie down, whatever you need to do. A shower if you don't want to be park run fresh all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or get a spray-on shower. That's what I normally do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so then we head off for our, our free to run at Lockheel. And that t- that's at what time? Three o'clock. We'll have to fact check that one, but I think it's three o'clock. Uh, yeah, out at Lockheel, which is another nice flat course along a river. It is beautiful. I did Lockheel uh, on New Year's Day. It was a gorgeous event. Highly recommend it. There were koalas at Lockheel. So that was pretty special. I should mention, everybody is very, very encouraged. If you have an ugly Christmas singlet, Palm 20 is absolutely the time to bring it and wear it. We want to see them. We want to get a group photo. We forgot to do it last year to get an actual group photo of everyone who was wearing their ugly Christmas singlets. You can choose to wear it to Park Run, but probably not Mount Barker if that's a pink theme, unless you wear pink on bottom and pink on your head and just leave your ugly Christmas singlet to clash gorgeously with those things. Um, but, yeah, there's opportunities at the Freedom Run at Lockheel or there's going to be a Freedom Run the next day or the Freedom Run on the Friday. There's so many park runs that we'll be able to get in. Not sure if I will be running the Lockheel one myself because 10 kilometres is a lot on my legs. Uh, so, um, And this is the perfect opportunity to say everything across the whole Palm 20 weekend is 100% optional, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, and also the Freedom Runs you can – walk those as well just like you can with all park runs yeah 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 and so everybody it's like a choose your own adventure adventure that's right yeah you can high five you can be official high five crew whatever takes your fancy yeah 
And I mean, last year I didn't do the freedom run on the Friday. I went along and I cheered, but I didn't do it because I knew that if I did, that I would not also get around the beaches on Saturday morning. So if if that's a factor for you and you you don't want to be on your legs that long, then you don't have to be on your legs that long. But we'd still encourage you all to come along and, you know, just be part of it and hang around. It's always good fun. Mm-hmm. But after the there's there's different kind of fun. It I mean, it is all park run people and it is all park run themed for the whole weekend. But there's a different kind of fun on the Saturday night, isn't there, Chris? And this is kind of usually the highlight for me of the whole weekend. Uh, that's correct, yes. So Saturday night is our Fancy dress dinner at the Ed, the Edinburgh Hotel in Mitcham, I think the suburb is called. Um, yeah, it's an older hotel, but the uh, publican there has graciously given us a private area so we can all gather um, and sit down. Have they done that because they heard it's going to be fancy dress and they don't want to look at us? We did get a lot of strange looks and questions last year. We did, didn't we? Yeah, and it was quite crowded there as well. It was costumes bumping into regular people. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got <laughs> we've got a, a separate area, and we can also spill out of that area into the back sort of open air area. And yeah, so it should be good in all types of weather. Wow, sounds very schmancy. Of course, our dress up theme is the 1920s. And how you interpret the 1920s is completely up to you. Yes, we're bringing the 20s back. But it is, well, I mean, is it 1920s or is it just 20s? People could come dressed as what they're doing now. They could do. And still be on theme. Yeah, so I was thinking anything 20s related whatsoever, you could interpret that in any sort of way you like. Uh, It doesn't have to be 20s fashion. It could be anything. I, I strongly encourage people to... Think of the weirdest, quirkiest ways to interpret things. You don't need to take things literally all the time. Uh, Abstract is always better. It is. And if you don't have to explain your costume, then you're obviously not weird enough. Yeah. Yeah. So once you've had your fill and you're just about to drop dead after all the activities during the day, you head off home. And the following day, we're heading up to Cleland Park Run for our Freedom Run. At the leisurely time of? 9 a.m. So you get one hour sleep in. Well, if you're Queensland, you get two hours sleep in. So the other runs are nice flat courses, but Cleland is going to be a little bit of a challenge. Not that I've been there before, but I hear that it's a one with a little bit of vert. Yeah, like 2.5 kilometres of vert. And you know what? <laughs> they, they save it for the second half of the event. Okay. Yeah, no, but excited to be to be heading to Cleland. And that will only go ahead, though, if there is not a total fire ban on, on the weekend. So fingers crossed that the weather, once again, is in our favour. We do have a plan B, a secret plan B. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, that'll be okay. Following that run, we'll be heading to the Crafers Hotel for brunch. Sounds awesome. Yeah, so all these ones that have got food related, We'd need everyone to go over to the the Palm page and click on going so that we get a rough idea of numbers for the food and catering and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it always helps the venues out, especially if they, they might need to consider putting on staff and things like that. As Chris said, please go and click on going or interested. Even if you're not sure now whether or not you're going – Go, go find the event, click on interested, and then closer to the time when you know what you're actually doing, you can upgrade that to going because that's what you should be doing. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just so much other stuff going on in 
Adelaide at this time as well. Um, the Adelaide Fringe is on, so if you're not up to one of the runs, um, you can head on to the Adelaide Fringe Festival. We've got lots of music going on in so many different venues over there, um, not to mention all the other things that are available in Adelaide. Um, if you're a winery person or other sightseeing, yeah, there's just heaps to do there. Wome Adelaide's happening at the same time too and there's there's a whole bunch of different things that are involved in that. If people want to go and get a little bit of culture happening, there's heaps to be taken in in the beautiful city of Adelaide. Yes. So tell me, Chris, what part are you looking forward to the most out of the whole weekend? Ah, well, the run I'm looking most forward to is Cleland because I'm, I know, I'm a sucker for punishment. The harder the runs are, the more that I like them. The <laughs> bigger the sense of achievement I get at the end. You know, and if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And how much fun would that be? Yeah, I think you you guys have done a really good job of of grabbing like a whole bunch of really different events across the whole weekend. We've got a run at the beach. You've got a run at Mount Barker, which is not actually a mountain, but then you've also got Lochiel, which is near a river, and then heading out to Cleland. It's, yeah, it's, it's a really diverse slice of what you can experience in South Australia. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, but then the, the, um, the Saturday night dinner is going to be very good. Um, it's always good to catch up and talk to people you've met at previous parkrun adventures and uh, yeah, and meeting all the new people. Absolutely. Letting your hair down metaphorically and in actuality <laughs> if, yeah. if you've got a 1920s do to do. I don't have enough hair for that, I don't think. <laughs> well, that's what wigs are for, Chris. A hat. I have hats as well, yes. Yeah. Lots of hat options for the 1920s. They were big on hats back then. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much for coming and laying out the whole weekend so everybody could understand what is going to be on the agenda and look forward to it. Hopefully we get a bunch of people who have possibly never even listened to the pod come along from the local areas in South Australia to some or all of the freedom runs and other events across the weekend. It's always great to meet new park runners and share the adventure love. I'm really looking forward to seeing you again. It's been, it has been a year, hasn't it? It has, yes. Yeah. That is far too long between park runs with friends. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you and everybody else who will be traveling either just down the road from where they live or from interstate, wherever that may be. Thank you for joining me. It has been so great talking all things Palm 20. And oh, I cannot wait to see you in a few weeks. Thank you. It's, um- very excited to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh, actually, before I go, before I go, before I go, um, back in the early days of Park Run Podcast, the Park Run Show, and with Mossy and Robbo and the Naked Runners, Brendan Scullery and I used to have a competition to see who could get the most mentions on these podcasts. <laughs> and here I am, I'm a special guest. So, in your face, Brendan Scullery. <laughs> Oh, poor Brendan. He's another friend of the pod. How how many times have we mentioned your name, Chris? I guess you, will you be counting them up after the episode or is Brendan keeping the log for you? Uh, I'll probably have to keep a spreadsheet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more spreadsheets, the more parkrun spreadsheets, the better. I agree, 100%. 
Hello Parkrun Adventurers, this is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew and uh, today I'm reporting in from a drizzly Melbourne and uh, I'm at the launch actually of the Ringle Parklands Parkrun. Ringle Parklands is a recreation site on the north bank of the Yarra River within the Yarra Valley Parklands uh, and it's a beautiful parkland and bushland area and the, um, the parkrun course is a two and a half kilometre out and back and uh, it's going to be a good course, I reckon. We're going to go have a chat to a few, uh, a few other parkrunners. I'm here with Megan, who's at the very um, busy finish line, um, assisting in finish token handing out. How's this morning been for you? Uh, it's been brilliant. Had a great run out on the course. It's a beautiful course. Um, and it's a great vibe at the finish line. Lots of excitement for the first event. So you're, you're here assisting out uh, the finished tokens. I think we're up to about 609 maybe being handed out right now. This is... Um, 638, sorry. Yes. Wow. So it's, um, it's a bit of a quiet launch um, today at Ringle. <laughs> yeah, quite an interesting term. I'm not sure that that's how I describe it. Um, lots and lots of people out there and it was, um, it's great to see people come out and get behind the first event. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful course out there. Nice and, nice and flat and it's um, going to be yeah, a pretty fast course, I reckon. Yeah, I think um, the mixed terrain will be a good test for people. A bit of a, a change from Albert Park and Maribyrnong, which are a, a bit flatter, or um, you know, this one varies it up a little bit. Which is, it's really good to, to get out and do some different um, style courses. Where do you normally park run? I'm Maribyrnong is my home run, so I'm an RD there. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get around and visit as many as I possibly can. <laughs> Very good. Well, thanks for having a chat. No worries. Have a good day. I'm now with the, uh, the Mayor, uh, Alison. Thank you for um, joining us this morning at the uh, launch of Ringle Parklands Parkrun. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to speak. This, um, this is a, a wonderful um, space we've got here in, uh, in Melbourne and um, it's a great location for a new parkrun. Yes, it is. Uh, I've actually come to understand that there are some really um, dedicated parkrunners and they often look out for new parkrun places. Uh, this is launched today, so the Ringle Parklands park run was launched this morning and we had around 700 runners this morning for the launch and I've actually learnt that some people love it because if those of us who live close if they sleep in they still get to do a park run because there's one just down the road from them rather than going to another one a little bit further out um, but I've also had people say look I don't repeat a park run mm. so I've got another one here that I can do um, and it saves me driving to New South Wales or Canberra or South Australia. So it's actually a great, great reason to create a new one for those. Yeah, and the interesting thing is the community that, um, that are here today. Um, it was quite interesting, you know, 700 people out on the course today and I saw a lot of you know, people acknowledging other park runners from a lot of different park runs around the Melbourne area. So it's a big community here. Yeah, a great community and it just goes to show that park runs are, are becoming a very popular way to be well and be healthy. Um, and this is another one that, that's been created by Matthew Gregory that is, is clearly going to be successful. It is, and um, right next to us is the um, playground as well. What can you tell us about this playground? This is going to be amazing for parkrun families who bring their kids along. Absolutely. So this is Possum Hollow. So Possum Hollow, thank you, Tom. Uh, Councillor Tom Mellican there just congratulating us on a great job. Uh, Possum Hollow is a playground for kids, and it also holds um, a, an exercise station. So before or after your run you can always do a little bit of exercise um, with your weights and your body weight um, to, to get a bit of more, more of an all-round fitness cardio and muscle fitness as well and it is free 
And we've also got a cafe right nearby, so that post-park run coffee, which is a big part of our, um, our, our subculture in park run. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's what we do now, isn't it? Um, if you can't get a coffee, you kind of don't go. So now we've got Chances Cafe, which is an, an, a social enterprise initiative set up with Banyol City Council and Araluen after many, many conversations and ideas going back and forth. Um, we finally opened Chances Cafe last year and the Araluen uh, group actually run it. So it gives people with um, special learning needs and disabilities an opportunity to create, to, to be employed and create skills uh, and add to their CV and allows for employment for them into the future. So that's a great place to come for that. Great reasons all around. Mm. Thank you for your time this morning, Alison, and uh, this has been a fantastic launch. My pleasure, and thank you very, very much for, the, for this time, and good luck to everybody on your park runs. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I'm here with uh, Event Director Matthew. Good morning, Matthew. Morning, how are you? Good. Um, so we like to keep our launches uh, nice and quiet nowadays, <laughs> so I see that you've invited just some of your closest um, park run friends to today. Um, how's the launch been for you? Yeah, really good, really good. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. We've got over 700. All right, we've actually got we've actually got Action Man here as well. Yeah, yeah, Action Man. How, are you, how did you find the park run, Action I, Man? How did I find it, or how did I like it? Well, how did you like it? I liked it. It was very scenic. Like I love the greenery. Not this in the lovely Waggy Bridge. It's a little bit drier out there. You know what I'm saying? It is very. Dry. But sunny, sunny Melbourne never fails to disappoint with the wetness, right? It is. So this um this quiet secret launch how did you find out about it um buddies it's all about knowing the inside scoop my man tim here he told me the inside scoop very good all right <laughs> i'm gonna try and get back to talk to matthew okay. you can you just have to hold for your photo all right matthew so what um what brought about warringal parklands park run well sadly just a runner and um i live in the area i've been here 40 years so i was running on this before it was the main yarra trail used to run through the blackberry bushes and all that stuff. So um, I've lived literally on the edge of the course there. So 41 years we've been in the area. Um, I started doing park runs and I thought, why the hell am I going somewhere else when I've got this down here? And uh, as uh, as been previously said, it's it's quite a beautiful course. It's picturesque. Um, it's and a lot of history as well with the old Banyal homestead on top of the hill um, which dates back 180 odd years um, so it's really quite amazing so um, yeah I don't know I just wanted to do something for my local community we've got a lot of hospitals in the area um, you know so it was just important for me to try and engage and and obviously you know fitness is important to me and I'm a runner and a marathon runner and stuff so Plus, I've got a little daughter, and I'm trying to set a good example for her. So, good. yeah. All right, well done. It looks like it's been a very successful launch. Well done. Thanks, mate. Appreciate the time. All right, so I'm with another um, parkrun adventurer. Can you know the voice? Hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Mel? Yeah, I'm good. No, it was it was busy this morning, but it was a good course. It's been a lovely morning, a bit wet and cool. Yeah, it's kind of good to a little bit of a drizzle and a little bit of wind. It's kept, kept the, the, the heat down for us, which was nice. And uh, what did you think of the course? Yeah, no, I liked it. It was uh, had, a, had some undulations, but, yeah, nothing too bad. It was, um, it was um, pretty busy for a quiet launch, though, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't think it was very quiet, just <laughs> quietly. <laughs> All right, so I reckon that you and I need to go get a coffee and a... Pasty.
And to continue doing all the heavy lifting in my return, it's my job <laughs> to back announce. So you've just heard uh, Chris Fraser giving us a great re- recap. No, not a recap, a preview of Palm 19. Loved how you got his parkrun story in there. Really loved that. <laughs> and um, Mark Scarborough in my neck of the woods. Now, literally in my neck of the woods at uh, the Warringal Parklands Parkrun Launch. Catching up with um, the mayor, bit fancy pants, and the ED, and everybody there for that uh, big launch. Mark gets all the big names, doesn't he? He does. He does. Not often he gets to speak to the mayor. No. Great to see they've got that kind of support there. Quite a few more people at a launch than I would feel comfortable with, to be honest, but that's just my personal preference. I think if uh, Kuwana launched with that many people all those years ago, I probably would never have signed up to be a run director because that would have freaked me the hell out. Hey, do we still do that segment where we announce where the new events are going to be? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't do that. We don't even do anniversaries, anniversaries. anymore. No, I think, I think we okay. got rid of anniversaries before I left. Yes. Um, launches, yeah. No, we don't announce the launches either. How do you find out about them now, Mel? Um, well, to be honest, I just I find out about them after the fact and it doesn't really make a lot of difference to my life. <laughs> um. That might be an unpopular thing to say, but, yeah, you know, I mean, there haven't been a lot of launches in my neck of the woods in the last six months. They've all really slowed down a lot in Queensland. I know Victoria's probably trying to catch up still, and so we're sort of giving you that breathing space to do that. But um, I'll give you I'll give you a quiet little sneaky insight, Scotty, that hasn't actually been told to anyone outside. Oh, this is the good I'm stuff. This is, what people, this is what people are listening for. Yeah, give it to me. Give yeah. it to me. I've got a bit of an itch to start a new event. Have you? I do. All this adventuring and and the challenges with the boys and and the distances that we have to go. I'm I'm getting a bit. Well, I mean, you know, I haven't slept for more than really four hours in the last eight and a half months in a row. Yep. So I'm just a bit tired and the fact that my home park run is 25 minutes away, Adam and I have both been thinking how nice would it be to be like all those people that just roll out of bed and walk across the road or, you know, take a little stroll down the street to the corner park and that's where their park run is. How good would that be to be people? And just between the two of us we've started thinking, well, maybe we could start a new event. I'm not an event director anymore. Maybe Adam could be an event director. He He's the one who came up with that idea. So, wow. Yeah. These are exciting Com- times. And, and I tell you, you're right, the, the joys of just going to your local. I mean, I was going to potentially go on, on a, not a rant, but talking about why we don't advertising inaugurals anymore and, and what the tourist community means to parkrun. But I like this angle you're going to take it down, Mel, because as you know, bring it back to me, I do have my own event now. And I've had a, I've, I had a bit of an itch to scratch as well, but um, I scratched that with juniors and I love it. Yeah. I, I tell people now, Saturday's not my favourite day anymore. It's, it's Sunday. And there's mm. something about... Going to your local event. 
Yeah, well, we're not going to have a juniors for a little while because the next Queensland junior event is going to be down Brisbane way. Yeah, I've, okay. I've got no doubt there are people chomping at the bit to bring that to the Sunshine Coast in the not too distant future, though. However, yeah, there's just there's so many places on the Sunshine Coast that I think could really do with an extra event. And it's been a long time since we've had one. So that's kind of the reason I haven't gone to an inaugural for a very long time. So just there just hasn't been one close by that's, you know, convenient and close to me. And those are the ones that you would find out about no matter who you are, just word of mouth because it's happening in the local area. And that's how you find out. And that's how you know it's kind of appropriate for you to go to them because they're close to you. Um, yeah. So watch this space. I mean, it might take a long time. And like I said, we're literally just in the thought stages. I haven't submitted uh, a new event request or anything through the, the form online. So that would be kind of ironic because when they come in at work, I actually answer them at the moment. So <laughs> I would be just surprising the form yeah. outside of work and then going, oh, my God, more work to do. Yeah, her English is terrible. But you heard it here first. Exciting times. Exciting times. But, yeah, I, I touched on it there. Her English is terrible. And speaking of English, but not terrible English, we've got a report from Pippa about the controversy from last week. <laughs> controversy? Is that what we would call it? <laughs> Absolutely, and if it isn't, it should be. What on earth were you thinking? What do you mean, what was I thinking? <laughs> what, what the hell's a pasty? A pasty is one of those things that you eat. No, it's not. Yes, no, it's not. It A really pasty is. is one of those things women put on their breasts. What? Yes. Google it. Okay. So, did you Google it and that's what you found out because – or did you already know that information? Don't answer that question. I don't <laughs> want to know. <laughs> because I'm not entirely sure what you're talking about. Obviously, because I'm a lot more wholesome than you are. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, there are certain words that you learn in life, I guess, by reading them rather than hearing them. And maybe pasty is one of those words for me. Just like hors d'oeuvres. I didn't know how to pronounce hors d'oeuvres. I used to say hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> For a very long, possibly awkwardly long time until oh. I realised I put two and two together. It's a French word. It's pronounced hors d'oeuvres, okay? It's the same with colonel. How the hell they get colonel from colonial, I have no idea, but I do know how to pronounce it now. And it's just, you know, one of those relics of learning things from reading, I guess. And look, I lived in Scotland for three and a half years. You would think I'd know how to pronounce pasty but obviously I don't and a lot of our UK <laughs> listeners were a bit up in arms and very keen to educate me so I have been subject to some direct messages during the week and would like to thank Pippa very much for have we listened to Pippa's yet we haven't no we haven't no yeah okay so that was so all we've very got some very subtly put subtly <laughs> and um let's throw to Pippa and see what she's got to say on the matter this is Pippa and Harriet reporting in from Dulwich Parkrun in South London, just after Dulwich Parkrun, because our first recording was so windy that you couldn't hear anything. Dulwich is a wonderful, very flat and very, very fast parkrun. It's three loops of a lovely South London park with a great play park in for kids, daffodils and crocuses and really starting to look spring-like. 
It's also 255 miles from Dulwich to Eden Project Parkrun. We just checked because the World Pasty Championship sounded really fantastic. We've run into a couple of snags with putting an entry in for the challenge. Uh, One of them is that it's a four and a half hour drive to get there from my place, which is quite a long way. And the pasty has to be delivered between 8.30am and 9.30am. Since English and Welsh parkruns all start at nine, we're really going to struggle to get to parkrun as well. However, all this talk of pasties has made me feel really hungry. So I'm going to go off and get a nice Cornish pasty for lunch. How about you, Tame Volunteer? I think it sounds like a great idea. Splendid. Talk to you all soon. Bye. So there you have it, Scotty. Yep. And I should say she's making the right choice. <laughs> yeah, because because she's got the right accent and <laughs> is no, that well, no, I'm talking about her choice not to um, enter the the pasty competition. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because amongst other just... things, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what? What? So say it again. The what competition? Pasty. No, you just got it wrong. No, I didn't. Yeah, you just pronounced it the same way as Mel Ellis. And this is one of the things that was raised. It was hilarious to the UK listeners because neither one of us was correct. So she was (laughs) correcting me, but she was wrong. It's not pronounced pasty. It's pronounced pasty. No, it's not. Yeah. (laughs) I I know what I heard. I know what I heard, but I heard pasty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what you didn't hear is that well, you, you would have heard that Pippa mentioned, I think she mentioned, did she mention in the audio that this was their second attempt at the audio because the first set was really windy. Yep. And in the first set she actually explains that it's pasty as in a, ah, as in cat, which is a much more family-friendly explanation than the one I got from somebody else who mentioned that it was a, ah, as in ass, which is, you know, what you call a donkey. Right. Not R as in arse, <laughs> which is probably even more of a swear word than than ass. But, yes, it's ass. It's a pasty, allegedly. We, we need to do a straw poll. So you, you go to Park Run on the weekend and just do a, like, just collect a few friends. <laughs> no, so what are, what are our choices? Thing. Pasty. Pasty or pasty? Pasty, pasty, yeah. Pasty. And that's what people called it. It's a pasty. (laughs) It's not. It's a pasty. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I think think the R is something that we as Aussies tend to do. Like we say past, not past, and castle, not castle. Yeah. Where are we again? Remind me. I'm in Queensland. You're in Victoria. In the country... Of Australia. There we go. <laughs> so win. you want to say pasty. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. What's the next thing you've got? Because new name challenge is on the run sheet. What does that mean? What does that mean? Have you completely missed the fact that Andy and Laura have released a new version of the running challenges extension this week? Completely missed it. What have I missed? <gasps> Scotty. You've missed that a new challenge has been added. They've also fixed some bugs and things like that. Um, There were some issues, I think, mostly with the United States not showing certain things happening on certain days, etc. 
there's there's a great tweet which I did read in full and absorbed at that time and then promptly forgotten afterwards. But it was full of goodness and explaining all the things that they had fixed. Oh, you know, they they also consolidated the um, challenge, the the ton challenges. You know, the it's good now called tons of runs. Tons of well, that's what it's called now. Yes, tons of runs, which makes more sense to me. I've yeah. never once got on the board for the tons of runs because I think the most park runs I've done as a participant in one year so far has been twenty nine. So no, uh, no, tons of runs. You got to get to a hundred at one event, so you can have a single ton, a double ton. That's oh. tons of runs. Uh, okay, no, I'm thinking of the other one, the obsessives. They've also consolidated the obsessives, yeah. the silver yeah. and the gold level obsessives. So oh, those yeah, are ones that nice I've never and to. neat and clean now. Well done. Andy yeah. Moore. And yeah, name Definitely badge. Yes. So here's the thing. Have you done an event? And and I actually misinterpreted this and, and uh, thought that you had to spell your full name in a row. So you had to go to events backwards oh, okay. in the spelling of your name so that they would all be there. But apparently, no, it's it's just kind of like the alphabet challenge, but different in that you just have to spell out your own name as it's registered on the parkrun system. So my question to you, Scotty, is I'm assuming you're looking at it now. Looking right at it. Is 13 out of 13. Yep. Got it? You've got it. You've got, got the it. whole thing. Yeah. <sighs> My name's pretty easy. I've got lots of T's and S's and <laughs> well, actually I only got one S, but yeah, lots of T's and yeah, I've done it. Well, there you go. I have gaping voids, unfortunately, in my own challenge progress for that one. Uh, but that's good because it means I've got some adventures to be had. And Another, another random challenge, isn't it? Like if your name was Bob, Bob Knob. You could get it pretty quickly, <laughs> but you've got you got Urbacker, so you got a bit more of a challenge. And and a long first name. I've got fifteen letters in my name to get for starters, and I've got three missing, and they are all the same. Okay, can you guess? E's. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an E. So yeah, because I heard you last week say so you didn't have an E. That's what yeah. you're missing. That's what I'm missing from the alphabet, and I need to get three of them. To complete my name, which is definitely going to mean an adventure because we've only got one E in Queensland and even that is a bit of a get-to situation. Emerald. Emerald. Yep, it's a gem, that one. Well, there's a few in South Australia. You were just there. Missed opportunity. You're going back there. <laughs> Another missed opportunity. <sighs> Well, I mean, it depends on what you classify as a missed opportunity. I'm going to be taking in a whole bunch of freedom runs as well as doing Mount Barker officially for the first time. I don't think that's a missed opportunity. No, you're probably right. You've got to have probably your priorities. Right. Yeah. So are you a Melissa? Are you, is your registered name Melissa? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. not Mel So to answer, which is probably what you're thinking is that, oh, I could just cut it down to – you know, three letters instead of seven. And that's, you know, going to bring us to another thing, which I'm sure uh, <laughs> has already probably happened. How many people do you reckon are going to go change their registered name just so that they can? <laughs> but you're only cheating yourself, Mel. Yeah, I know. I know. It's certainly not something I would consider doing just yeah, for this. Change your name to Bob Knob just for one week. Well, see, personally, I think I would like to change my name to something more difficult <laughs> to give me the opportunity to have a bit more of a challenge. Okay. 
But I do like the three E's. The three E's is going to be a a thing for me to aim for. So thank you, Andy and Laura, for adding some more fun, especially because this is something everyone can do the world over. Not everyone can do all the Ponties, uh, especially if you don't live in the UK. So that's a bit more out of my reach. But this one, this one I can get to with a bit of adventure. This is a good one. Quincy's the name you want to avoid. I reckon Why? just off the top of my head. Quincy, you got your Q, you got your I, you got your U, you got your Y. I've got all those I. letters. Yeah, but they're, they're if not If my name was Quincy, I'd have it. Okay. <laughs> and, I mean, it's one of those good things. They also let people have X's. If somebody's got an X in their name, it's given to them. It, uh, just the same as if they've got a hyphen in their name. That's um, already thrown out as a freebie which is nice very generous yes another reason to check back in on the running challenges they're like yeah. a drug they just keep bringing out the new thing to to drag you back in if you I haven't know. been it's wonderful yeah. watching them evolve over time so scotty nice is that it we're done well <laughs> calm down now calm I down i want to hear the music again you you want to, you can listen to the music anytime. You sent me okay. the stings. I'm pretty sure you've this got them true. somewhere in your computer at home. How how do you feel being back? I've loved it. I've 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 missed it immensely. This is a one time only show for This, this is a one time only, yeah. It, just, it's uh, a guest yeah. situation. It's I'm a guest a, situation, yeah. I thought we could do a, another little segment. We'll probably run out of time where I was gonna review all your co hosts. Just give them a <laughs> A grading. Give me my top Maybe three. Out of give me your top yeah. three. <laughs> I'll give me your top three. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> we really are pressed for time. So maybe when if you ever if you ever ask me back. Okay. Which surprised you that I did actually ask if you'd like to come along. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean the begging was a bit undignified on my behalf. <laughs> but um like it's been six months or something, hasn't it, Mel? I think I left in about one episode, one sixty or something. When did uh, I leave? I think it was one seventy. One sixty nine okay. was your last episode. Okay. So twenty five episodes ago, which is yeah, bang on, pretty much six months when you consider the fact that we had a break at Christmas time. Yeah, maybe in another six months you'll come back again. Once a year. Well, that twice would be year. twice a year. Yeah, twice a year. Twice <laughs> Still a year. as good as mass <laughs> as you ever were. <laughs> it's good to see some things never change. Okay, now can we have the music? Well, you've got to let me thank you. I want oh, okay. to thank the co-hosts. Thank okay. you, Scotty, <laughs> for joining me on episode 194 of the Parkrun Adventurous podcast. It has been fun having you back. Oh, shucks. It's been great to be back. Now can we have the music? We can have the music. <laughs>